Shout out to Fat Guy Breeze into this. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it makes it spookier yeah. for sure. <laughs> I think I had uh, I had Michael Garcia on a while back, and we mentioned David Bowie's like cock and labyrinth. Yeah, and I just edited in like three minutes of heavy breathing afterwards before we go. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> God peace. <laughs> <laughs> Gyrene, God peace. Yeah, you see that at the theater. It's just coming at you. <laughs> You're dead. You'll be dead for 30 years. Oh, speaking of things coming right at you. We're coming right at you with a, another episode of Boohaha, a mostly weekly, kind of semi-monthly, whatever podcast that is ostensibly about ghosts, but more often than not about tangents and dead presidents. I'm hoping for uh, Roosevelt this week, so we'll see where we get. Every week, I gather my nearest and dearest to the campfire that I build in my living room and regale them with spooky tales of boogans and googas. And this week, my guest is the hilarious Kyle Adams. Welcome. Hello, thanks for having me. Happy you could be here around the fire. Um, there will be some fumes, so... There's a lot of wicker. Yeah, wicker yeah. <laughs> I mostly just burn my neighbor's patio furniture. They hate me so much. Well, free pile season is over now, so it works out well. It's going to get mildewy in the winter anyway. I'm doing them a favor is the thing. Um, so, yeah, welcome to Boohaha. I think probably to get things started, tell me a little bit about uh, your relationship with the supernatural. I believed in ghosts as a kid, for sure. Um not entirely certain what I believe anymore. I've definitely felt presences. Like, I, I kind of, when my mom died when I was about 14, I really, I, I wanted to somehow conjure. Like, I, short, any, I did anything short of actually getting, like, a Ouija board or doing a, a seance. But I would just try and think real hard. Like, <laughs> just like, if, if, if ghosts are real, prove it. <laughs> like, just like... <laughs> Like just show up and yell at me like you used to, or like just. But you're really you're doing that like I'm I'm hoping against hope, and also I'm kind of putting my thumb on the scale a little bit. Like, oh, there was a wind there. Did you yeah. did you feel it? Yeah. Well, my um uh, my mom's best friends are very spiritual, and they're like, oh, they feel her presence all the time, is what they say. And uh, they actually ended up taking her old car when we moved from Florida. And they'll be like, oh, oh, Fat Bottom Girls came on. That's your mom's favorite song. <laughs> so Mary is Mary is in the car with us. And it's just they, they're all they're they're very uh, I, they're very gullible when it comes to that kind of stuff. And, and I mean, I, I do feel some kind of weird um, s- synchronicity with yeah. with my mom and like music and stuff like that sometimes. So I think that it's definitely possible that there's like kind of a presence. But. Uh, the only time I've actually like felt like I was in a house where there was a ghost ghost, though, I was staying in, in my friend's uh, grandparents' house in like a historic part of Tampa, and they lived in like a really old place, and I felt something on my leg, like brush my leg, Ooh. and I heard kind of a noise, and it felt like a, a breeze, like a, like a real, it was weird. It was, I couldn't really pinpoint what it was, but I've never actually seen a manifestation of a spirit. Sure. For sure. Yeah. But you're like, there was something, I'm something open to spooky. It. I'm open to it. Like, I mean, I think it'd be, I think it'd be really cool. That's, I, 
that's kind of been the through line. I think, <laughs> I think the only guest so far that has been really all the way on board with ghosts is my mom. <laughs> like, yeah. And she's like, yes, immediately. They're every, they're in the room now. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, cool. It's a nice change from the, the standard is like hopeful skepticism where it's like, wouldn't it be great? Like mm-hmm. boy, fingers crossed. Well, any kind of, any kind of proof of, of an afterlife or just proof that our, our existence doesn't get snuffed out. It would be nice. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like any, even if it's, if it's Beetlejuice <laughs> rules or if it's like, I don't know, like <laughs> I'm cool. Beetle. I just want to end up in that closet of lost spirits. That would be terrifying. <laughs> like, but. all right. I am willing to accept sandworms. <laughs> yeah. Sandworms are great. <laughs> it's fine. They're great. They're friends. Whatever. I'll, I'll take stay sandworms here. over real worms any day. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I stay in the house, it's fine. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Beetlejuice rules would be pretty cool. Like if I could like stretch out my face and wear wear my eyeballs like uh, like cocktail olives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be sweet. <laughs> Hang out with Alec Baldwin, you mm-hmm. know, before all the stuff. Oh, <laughs> all the all the, the boozing. <laughs> yeah, that the the second act I, Baldwin. <laughs> I love the fact that every like. Every three months, like comicbookmovies.com or one of the one of the comic book resources, one of those will be like Beetlejuice two, new buzz, and it's like Tim Burton's down, Michael Keaton's down, Winona Ryder's down, Alec Baldwin's busy eating a sandwich. It's like, <laughs> and it's it's never gonna happen. It's never they're never gonna make it happen. But it would be kind of cool to to see like if they made them like decompose, like they get like, like Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin, but they've like decomposed oh, yeah. for like 30 years. I think that would be awesome. Like that would be, so they have to put some makeup on Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin just has to be there. Well, yeah. Well, cause Beetlejuice, <laughs> I mean, Beetlejuice is decomposed. He's a ghost, but he's got yeah. like decomposition. He's it's all gross. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. He's covered in like, goobers. who's to say like what you come back at. That's what's interesting. Like, like, because every every person's like stereotypical ghost is like a, a newsie from the thirties or something. It's like the, it's always a sad kid. Extra, extra! I've died. <laughs> Help! <laughs> um, yeah, like if it were, that's that'd be a real monkey's paw thing where it's like, yes, immortality, kind of as a ghost, but also you're you're slowly falling apart yeah well they had the, they even had like um the death for the dead like that like the the lost souls room. yeah and, yeah, and then yeah. they had the oh. uh, i don't that movie the the only i feel like that's still the only original tim burton movie <laughs> like it's like because everything else is like a yeah. reboot or a reimagining of someone else's property but that was a really cool he could have done some really cool world building with that controversial opinion here tim burton maybe we've given him too much power yeah like uh Started out pretty good. Like, yeah, you got your Beetlejuice. You got your, um, who's the other good one? Uh, Edward Scissorhands. Uh, Scissorhands was good. Yeah. And then beyond that, yeah, yeah. I kind of liked Sleepy Hollow. I like, I forgot he did Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. I like, see, I liked, I like Sweeney Todd. That's yeah, one of know, the few musicals yeah. I like. And Same then, here. Of course, the Batman movies. But uh, Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I yeah, forgot the Batman movies are great. Those. No, he's just, he's just regurgitating that, uh, the the German expressionism the 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 pointy Nosferatu type like yeah I mean that's great like that's great similar like Dr Caligari and stuff like that mm-hmm. like that's really cool stuff everything is but. askew mm-hmm. like h- him discovering colors was like a five year old finding their father's gun <laughs> like oh boy it just went so wrong so mm-hmm. fast uh, Alice in Wonderland <sighs> he just, he just did Dumbo I think was the latest one that he did. 
I have one friend who's seen that, and they the only review that they gave me was, I felt very uncomfortable, <laughs> and I'm less happy for having seen it. <laughs> like, that's a, that's an accurate assessment of how okay. I felt after uh, Alice in Wonderland. Oh God, yeah. that just watching Helena Bonham Carter's too big head, <laughs> that. Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> I thought Disney learned their lesson with Captain America's head. Why would they go like after that? They're like, too small. Now too big. No. They they have not learned any le- Like uh, I, I watched Endgame recently, mm-hmm. and for the first like 20 minutes, I'm like, is this just a movie about how Iron Man has AIDS? Like, <laughs> oh, no. Like, it was so bad. <laughs> I watched it. I watched it with my girlfriend who has not seen any of the other Marvel movies, and she was just like, "Yeah, let's let's do this." And like at probably the forty minute mark, they're just all sad and nothing's happened. I'm like, "What if it's just this? Like, what if the rest of the movie is just them coping?" That'd be fantastic. <laughs> I'd watch. I'd watch that in a minute. So as I said, it's a podcast about tangents primarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've I've pulled together some ghost stories from your neck of the woods, which is Zephyr Hills, Florida, which is a redneck suburb of Tampa and also a destination for the dead and dying <laughs> old people from <laughs> like Minnesota and Wisconsin, and they they just have these little these little villages of tin can RVs. <laughs> like it was. Uh, it was depressing. Like my parents were some of the youngest people in the community in their like late thirties. Like, oh no! Know. I feel like if you get too many olds in one place, too many olds, <laughs> it's a real bummer. <laughs> like, I mean, the breakfast the breakfast spots out there were off the chain because I mean they needed like it was. You just gotta you gotta find what they like and the good the good parts of their culture and you, you appropriate old culture like you just. <laughs> The cult- Drive slow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the culture of the elderly. It's yeah. So mostly like you send a lot of food back. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's specific breakfast and then high water pants. Yeah, yeah. That's. <laughs> and then there was some. There's some meth heads out there too. Like there was. Like that's what I was thinking is like the ghost stories have got to be like because the people I know that died out there were all meth from meth house explosions and. That seems like par for the course for Florida. I'm yeah. gonna say like a lot of uh, meth death. Uh, did you see the thing recently with the methed out alligators? Yeah. Yeah. That's how you get Killer Croc. That's like Ooh, uh, <laughs> Batman Origins. <laughs> Alfred, we've got to stop Killer Croc. He's taking apart the microwave again. <laughs> <laughs> Killer Croc's been on a ni- 93 hour rampage of Gotham City nonstop. He's just chain smoking outside of a Rite Aid. <laughs> Really quickly, it's troubling to me that for a Batman impression, the one that I went for was Adam West. Oh yeah, like that's hey, that's, that's who that's who he is to you. That's okay. Yeah, it's that's, just you know a lot of he's, he's a silly man. Batman yeah. is a silly man. Like as much as I, I love Batman, he's he's a silly person. Yeah, either silly sixties Adam West or silly like they wouldn't give the trigger to an ordinary citizen. <laughs> <laughs> That's too many words there for you in general. <laughs> Just you can't because that growl is okay. Like where are they? Like, that's intense, but <laughs> like <laughs> you don't give him a paragraph. Brevity is the soul of Batman. That's, <laughs> that's re- you got it. Just short and sweet. I'm not wearing hockey pads. Gone. It's mm-hmm. all you want. And then everyone's like, "What are hockey pants?" Are- like, no, that's it's. Can, can Batman have subtitles in real life? Is that? Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> he carries around cue cards. <laughs> what he's about to say. Hockey. P- Let me get my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so yeah, I I looked for some stuff that was closer to Zephyr Hills. One of the things that has been kind of a through line in looking for ghost stories is it seems like there's only a limited number of spooks per square mile. Uh. <laughs> and and uh, you really have to kind of go further afield because the other thing that I found while doing research for this podcast is 80% of ghost stories are basically, there was an old house and, and the guy died and Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, that's about as far as it goes. Oh. Just, <laughs> somebody's missing a toe. Just, <laughs> some kind of, and they put it in a soup. There's just there's such a disconnect. Like who puts toes in soup? That okay? This unless it's like a bone broth. I get that. Maybe Portland. That could that can link back around to Portland getting toe soup. Artisanal toe soup. <laughs> um, uh, that uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. That one was the one that just as a kid I'm like, sure that monster is scary. But also, they're a family of cannibals. Yeah, that freaked me out as a kid. I did, there was a disconnect. I couldn't, because I, I didn't understand. You just found a toe in a cemetery and ate it? Yeah. Oh, cool. And, and it was big enough for three people to share. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of unaddressed trouble in that. Mm. Uh, Those scared, that, so that definitely scared the living shit out of me as a kid. Scary stories? Yeah, I, I checked it out of the library so many times that... It just like I had nightmares and my parents wouldn't let me check it out anymore. Like it was a banned book in America, but it became a banned book in my house because (laughs) I scared myself. Like my parents were fine with it, but but they're like the drawings are just haunt my dreams to this day. Like there's like there's something I want to say it was two episodes ago. uh, Me and Mike did an episode that was all scary stories to tell in the dark. So like we went and saw the movie and then we talked about the stories that were in the movie with the movie. They really did. Mm -hmm. Uh, the the one that I had trouble with was the Mitai Doty Walker one, the the jang they turned into jangly man yeah that was that just felt like a just a amorphous CGI the, nightmare like, they got a con- contortionist to do it I'm like then why did they put 15 layers of CGI on him mm-hmm. afterward like that and there's enough creatures to pull from not you don't need to invent one or, yeah. or just jam a bunch of them together like they're in the I, book I would have loved the one that really. St- stuck with me as a kid is the thing i don't know if you remember that one that's the one where they see basically a zombie it's two friends sitting outside of their farm they see a zombie crawl out of a turnip field they go up to it they see that it's like got sunken in eyes and it's all creepy looking and it touches one of the guys and he freaks out and they both run away it chases them for a little bit but they they escape it and then the friend who got touched gets sick and a year later he dies and he looks exactly like that thing uh, and that yeah. one that one freaked me out forever and i really wanted to see some kind of a nod to it but there was enough there was enough nods to the other thing i i think if they do a sequel that would be really really cool to see it seemed like they were definitely like setting up future um films i'm like yeah cool i want to i'd like to return to that every summer or so i really would have liked it to be more of an anthology series though like creep show or something like that like that would i don't like the whole wrap around it, it felt like jumanji <laughs> <laughs> it was like oh no what's the <laughs> giant spiders <laughs> like, it's jumanji with a mental asylum yeah, is what... <laughs> yeah i mean it was it was interesting that they they set it in the 60s i didn't think that was necessarily yeah a, a thing they should have done um but it, i mean it it played into like the whole i like that they did the juxtaposition with that and then the release of uh night of the living dead was mm-hmm. kind of cool yep and she was like a crust punk chick yeah, like, that yeah. was kind of cool she was she was she was a fun character proto proto punk i was mike and i were both really surprised that that um 
what's his name? I think it was Chuck, maybe the funny kid. Oh yeah. Um, that he was actually funny. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, Hey, yeah, 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 killing it. Normally that character annoys the shit out of me, but mm-hmm. yeah, the, the, he's the ducky. <laughs> <laughs> there was that moment where he doesn't know that the other kid has died. And so he's reading the story. He's like, wait, he ate a toe. Yeah. No, I love that. They pulled from that. that was, um, yeah. I would have preferred and anthology horror is one of my favorite things. Like it's just, it's, it's great. It's, uh, it, I, I'm, I'm in the same boat where I just like, I, I love Stephen King, but I feel like his novellas are better than his novels. His yeah. novels are just so puffy sometimes. There's so much to them, and it's just, why is it 3,000 pages long? <laughs> like it's, a great, it's a great book, and I've only read it once, though. I'll never read it again because it's so hard to get through. But I really enjoyed, uh, was it Bag of Bones and yeah, like Night yeah. Shift mm-hmm. and stuff? There's some really... All really absurd those. stuff in there too, like the finger that comes out of the sink yeah. and like taunts you. And the give me a good short story. Like some things that are super great and scary are not meant to be scary for two hours. Yeah, that's just true. that's just how it goes. Speaking of things that aren't meant to be scary for two hours, um, I've pulled together some spooky tales. Like I said, I had to go a little bit further afield. Mm-hmm. And in the past, we've done things that are a little bit more like. Buzzfeedy ghost roundup where it's a little bit more like objective detailing of stories rather than somebody actually telling a story. But I lucked out this week and I found a book called Florida Ghost Stories. Very creatively titled. Yeah. <laughs> Swamp ghouls. <laughs> <laughs> Scary things from the state shaped like a penis. And that's the <laughs> oh, it's right. Weird title. It's all kind of like this dude like went and kind of combed folklore and came up with some old spooky tales. And they're all they're all a little bit folksier. So mm-hmm. kind of feels appropriate that we were talking did you, about. Did you come across any of the swamp ape stuff? Uh I did. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, Nathan Hart already got the swamp ape. Oh, <laughs> see, I used to have a, I used to have a, a bit about how I'm, I'm the infamous swamp ape from Florida. <laughs> I just shaved my hair and moved to Portland, <laughs> like to get out of the. There's a lot of, there's a lot of vitriol going around down south about me. <laughs> too hot, too stink, humid. <laughs> the stink ape, the swamp stink ape. It was something like that, like the. But it's basically big. It's like Bigfoot with more humidity. Yeah, it's it's a slightly danker Bigfoot. Um, which appropriately, one of the theories put forward in the story was just a hillbilly pot farmer. Yeah, I'm like that makes sense. Why not? Sure. Um, so uh, unfortunately, the skunk ape is off the table. Uh, skunk ape. That's uh, what it was. That's yeah. yeah that's yeah. Yes. Um, I could remember stink ape or swamp ape or something like that. It's. I heard all three. Like yeah, I've heard yeah. they. <laughs> Uh, what I was doing research on that, they were talking about like different variations of like the Bigfoot. And they were saying that somewhere in the Himalayas, their word for the Yeti translates to the indescribably filthy man of the snow. (laughs) (laughs) Indescribably (laughs) filthy. (laughs) Just one big dread. (laughs) <laughs> it's just it's just a guy who shits on he's himself. The like, you know. <laughs> he's the <laughs> <laughs> Oh. So yeah, unfortunately that is off the table. We do have we do have a couple here. The titles are a little bit vague, but I think that's like that's fun for surprises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so the ones that I've pulled together from uh Florida Ghost Stories, I have The Last Scream, Ooh. The Quarry Pits. The Big Scare, The Indian, oh, no. 
Yeah, that's that one's trouble. It's, it's only sixteen percent of a ghost. Sixteen <laughs> percent <laughs> <laughs> ghost story, mostly white. <laughs> uh, and the last one, brown dog's curse. I think I know the brown dog's curse because I met your dog earlier. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, she's let's... currently growling at you from the corner. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> let, let's go. Let's go with the Indian. I, I'm curious about All right. the Indian. Let's see. I know that there's. Um, well, from what I was told, I don't know. It's probably all just bullshit. There's something about <laughs> Cher. There's like I lived on I lived on a, a street called Cherokee Lane, hmm. and I think there was like a Cherokee population in Florida at some point. I'm not a hundred percent sure if that's true. <laughs> that's what people were telling me, but it was seems fair. I'll yeah, buy it. It was just a bunch of <laughs> it was just a bunch of white people claiming they were <laughs> related to Indians. It was. If anything, that's a if anything that's like like a blight on on your because they they're not around anymore. So yeah. it's like you can't be like yeah we absorbed them. It's, it's, <laughs> like, it's like saying like there's some like ham in me too. Like, yeah, yeah. Like other things I've destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then without further ado, the Indian. Also, if this like starts to skew like super racist, we may take a left turn yeah, into yeah, another. Yeah, one. You know that's uh I mean it is Florida. <laughs> this so. uh. Yeah, I, I would I would almost be disappointed if it didn't. Honestly, with Florida, it's just it's, it's like it's not that you support it or that yeah. you're on board with it, but it's it's like uh, it's like not having MSG in Chinese food. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, there's something missing. Authenticity. You know? I want I don't want I don't want to be hungry for racism in an hour. <laughs> I just I want to get all of my Florida racism in right now. I want to stuff myself with it. Look, in in this day and age in this country, I can guarantee you will never hunger for racism again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is a ghost story my father told me many years ago. And he swore that every word is true, and that he would go to his grave knowing it to be so. My father told it again to my wife and me the last time we saw him in the hospital just before he died. I mean, that's not really pertinent information to give to your family before you die, right? Like, like I mean, more more or less like, uh, I love you, son, and um, this is the, the number you need to... Like, where's the money at, Dad? Like, I don't need to know. Let's talk about your will and, like, your account number for the utilities. There was an Indian... <laughs> Where do you pay your gas money to? Like, we need to get this shut up. <laughs> I like it just being like an end of life hallucination. <laughs> like, it's just Jacob's ladder, but. <laughs> <laughs> the story takes place when my dad was just a young boy in Archer, Florida, around 1917. He had been to a friend's house and was walking home late one afternoon through a section of the woods that was a shortcut from town to the house. Mm. Sounds sounds plausible. Good. I'm on board so far. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. Uh, as he was walking down the path, admiring the woods and the birds, he happened to look up the path about 30 yards. And there, in the middle of the path, was an Indian, dressed in a cloth, with his face painted and wearing a turban. A turban? Yeah. Okay. Okay, it's which... So, it's a... It's a... It's an Indian Indian. Is I didn't it? see that coming. I didn't see that either. <laughs> I did not... <laughs> I did. Uh, I feel stumped now. I'm confused. <laughs> More than I've ever been on this podcast. <laughs> the Indian had a bow and arrow drawn and was aiming it right at my dad. I'm back to Native American now, though. The switcheroo. Still confused. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
As the Indian let his arrow fly, my dad jumped behind the nearest tree. He claimed that he heard the arrow hit the tree he was hiding behind. He waited, listening for the Indian to come up Trees in Florida aren't very thick, though. That's the weird thing about that. Like, there's some thick trees, but he must have had, like, a skinny dad. Like, his dad... I would not be able to hide from (laughs) an Indian Native American man (laughs) with a boner. Let me me find, like, three trees. Give me... me (laughs) Wait. Just wait. (laughs) I'd need to, like, cobble something together to... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> replace tree with like alligator or fan bone i guess yeah yeah, yeah. that <laughs> or uh hanging chads just make just make a <laughs> just make a billboard of hanging chads weave a bulletproof vest um <laughs> so not hearing anything for a couple of minutes he came out from behind the tree to get a better view the indian was nowhere in sight he looked up at the tree where the arrow had hit there was no arrow there and no mark where it had hit the tree. Then he walked up the path to where he had first seen the Indian. It was a dirt path, but there were no footprints or marks on the ground. He looked a good ten feet on either side of the path, where he knew the Indian had been, but all he saw were his own footprints in the dirt. So he went home very cautiously, watching for the Indian, but saw no other signs. When he got there, he didn't tell anyone what had happened, because he didn't want them to laugh or think that he was crazy. Fair. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Because he can't decide where this this gentleman is from. <laughs> he imagined... He's like the... T- he, can't, he can't get his facts straight about what kind of Indian he... There was he a Mongolian Native American. <laughs> <laughs> he had a turban and a bow and arrow. What? <laughs> he was driving a sled and riding a horse. <laughs> he was an Amish man with a watch. <laughs> Indian ran me over in his buggy. <laughs> you're crazy old man (laughs) he got home and his father uh, later his father said to him you were mighty quiet tonight is there anything the matter dad said no I I was just thinking nothing too important after a little bit he said pa some of the boys in town were saying that there were some Indians in these parts are there any no son I don't remember hearing of any round here for over 40 years Last one I remember hearing about was old Wildcat. Still, that's really that's that's really funny there because you're taking, um, so the native Native American is the most offensive mascot you can have. Yep. As a uh, high school mascot, yep. Wildcat, Wildcat is the most generic <laughs> mascot that you can have, and that's usually the one that takes over for that. So that's really that's really no, that's maybe where it started. That's the other like slowly. It's like look, the the mascot for the local high school is a little bit too offensive. Can we just put some like cat fangs on it? <laughs> We were we were the Wildcats in high school, and uh, it was it was very vague what we were. We just I think we took our actual mascot from something that some old drunk yeah, saw in the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just shot me with an arrow. <laughs> Wildcats. <laughs> That's ironic. <clears throat> About forty years ago, and uh, he was hanged right over there in those woods between here and town. It's just a boy, but I remember it as though it had happened yesterday. He watched a boy murdered? Well, yeah, I mean, I guess you wouldn't forget that. Like, yeah. <laughs> he was just a boy, remembered it like it was yesterday. He almost is speaking of it, like, fondly. <laughs> like, I'll never forget the light leaving a man's eyes. <laughs> <sighs> Insert heavy breathing here. <sighs> 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 
I've been I've been self conscious about that the whole time. I think I've got fat <laughs> fat breathing, but it's just for ambiance in your audience. Yeah, to, it's, <laughs> to enjoy. That's just me slowly working the bellows on this fire here. <laughs> <laughs> Story goes that a man and his wife and his wife had been killed by some renegade Indians over on the other side of town. And when the posse went out looking for him, all they found was old Wildcat. The men grabbed him up with him saying all the time that he didn't do it. He kept telling them that he didn't know anything about it. But they were tired, dirty, and angry. Every, every white one person? in Florida. Every yeah, Florida, like that's yeah, every white person. Just everywhere. Tired, that's dirty, and angry. <laughs> <laughs> um, you check, checked all the boxes. It hasn't changed. Florida's still that way. The tired, <laughs> tired, dirty, and angry, and hot. Very, very sweaty and hot. It's too hot. It's, yeah, it's, it's a rough area. Um, they got a rope and they strung him up in an old oak tree about halfway down the path. Before the wagon was pulled out from under him, he swore he would come back because he didn't do this thing. Hmm. All right. He would come back. Yep. Never forget that look in his eyes before he fell. Pure hate almost see the fire in him it was almost like they shouldn't have done that <laughs> it's almost, it almost like it was a justified hate if i had to call it anything it would be the eyes of a man wrongfully accused of murder being murdered himself uh but what do i know i was just a child watching this for some reason <laughs> <laughs> the past sucked and the kid says you know did he do it i don't know for sure son but i don't think that he did fair over the years, many uh, many of the young people around here have claimed to see old Wildcat in those woods with his bow and arrows. Some of the old people even claim that he comes back to make the families of men who killed him pay. Ooh. Story. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good. You know, good. I it's a good thing. I love a good a, thing. I love a good vengeance ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I find that they're often right. Yeah. Like, nobody's coming back for, like, a fake vendetta. Like <laughs> Vendetta ghouls. It's like, I'd love to go to heaven, but I've got some uh, not important stuff to take care of. No, no. You really, you care if you're coming back. Mm-hmm. Story goes that two of the men that led the hanging party were found dead on the path. They had a look of fear and horror on their faces. Ooh. But not a mark was ever found on any of them. So my dad asked his pa, have you ever seen old Wildcat? Oh, yes, son, I have. Many years ago when I was a boy, and before he moved here to Palatka. Is that Florida? Palatka, Florida? Apparent this... Palatka. Let's see what the... This was supposed... It says Archer. Archer, Florida. Yeah, which... Is that where... I I guess used to be called Palatka. Weird. Well, I know the town I was from was originally like Abbott station or something is what they wanted to call it which is the stu- i mean zephyr hills makes it sound way cooler than it is because yeah. like it's like a windy place and there are no fucking hills there at all there are no hills in zephyr hills. the wind carried it away yeah, yeah the wind, it was erosion yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got rid of it because the olds couldn't get up um yeah <laughs> those olds so uh before he moved to Palatka, he said uh he was coming home from town, and there in the middle of the path was old Wildcat, dressed just as he was the day they hanged him, except for the war paint. He had his bow and arrow pointed at me. What'd you do then, Pa? Father looked real hard at my dad for a second and said, I stood there and got killed. <laughs> then his dad started to laugh. <laughs> they got killed? <laughs> It'd be great if then, like, the guy's dad just disappears. Like, <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> 
I like those are my favorite ghost stories. Like there, there's a, one of those in the scary stories, like the guy on the train talking yeah. to someone. I don't believe in ghosts, and then he, and I've never met a ghost. Like yeah, haven't you? Now. Ooh. Or the sweater ghost, the, yeah. the like I, I gave I gave your daughter a ride home. They're like, oh my daughter died of sepsis fifteen years ago. <laughs> like her insides rotted out into this sweater. <laughs> like, I can't believe you're touching that thing. It just <laughs> that sweater's gross. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there was uh, there was it was there was another one about like a couple who stayed the night at a, an old couple's house, and then they went they realized that they like forgot something, and then so they went back, and the entire house was burned down, but mm-hmm. their thing was on the table. And like, yeah, Ooh. that was a there was there was one of those houses out in um, out in the woods. It was a by the, out by the Hillsborough River, and that was one of the stories that they told us. It was like an old old wife's tale kind of thing but it's just a dilapidated house that burnt down like yeah, i mean yeah. i think someone died there but it wasn't like sure it didn't yeah you know it death happens. if you've if you've got an old burnt out house spin a yarn yeah like yeah be like oh there's ghosts there and sometimes they'll let you stay for the night well, they said something about like it was like there were like lovers involved. I, I really don't remember all the details, but there's like lovers involved and they like, they're like, Oh, that's where the, the daughter of so-and-so is buried. She was his great love. And it's like under a telephone <laughs> like tower. It's like, I was like, this telephone tower has got to not have been here that long. Like it's, this story doesn't check out so well. Like it's, <laughs> it's right, right there under the, the, the Hardee's <laughs> is where she was buried. All right. That's, <laughs> So often the problem with like ghosts in America is like right over here was the old Hawthorne Asylum and it's a it's fucking helium now mm-hmm. or whatever and you're like well I mean Harvey's is definitely haunted I will say that that seems right I think Harvey's has a I mean it's 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 got a ghoulish logo <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's just isn't it just lips yeah it's like, and uh, then the Shanghai tunnels are right underneath it so yeah. I, I I think there's definitely a, a spooky energy in that in that building for sure. Let's uh, we'll get back to that in like yeah, the okay. third part. I got I got a I got a downtown yeah. ghost thing too. Um. Anyway, so this guy's dad is rambling about dying. Killed <laughs> 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 me. Um, later that night after supper, his dad turned to him and said, "William, have you seen old Wildcat?" He said, "Yes, Pa. On the way home today." Then he told him everything that had happened. And Pa said, well, William, there's only one thing you can do. Got to stand up to him. Oh. <laughs> yeah, stop hiding behind thin Florida trees, you little <laughs> coward. <laughs> you just got to, you know, you got to fight the ghost Native Americans. <laughs> That's like the Simpsons Halloween episode where groundskeeper Willie is Freddy Krueger. That is one of my absolute favorite tree houses of horror. That's a great one. Lousy smarch weather. <laughs> smarch. Uh, <laughs> they tell Marge what's up, and Marge's like, you're eight and ten years old. I can't be fighting your battles for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's so um, good. So, so the kid's like, but Pa, how? He's a ghost. Reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good, I mean, that's a good logic there. <laughs> Dad says, yeah, I know, but you can handle it. You can handle it. You can, it's it's a force of it's just I mean it's the how do you I mean kids were tougher back then but like I, you can't expect them to be like fucking dream warriors thing yeah, like, I, I mean know. well this kid must have been like collecting tin for like the war effort and stuff so I mean maybe he's like I don't know when this took place but 
He's like <laughs> pulling. He's Charlie Bucket and <laughs> aluminum out of gutters for the war effort, and he's, he's just <laughs> making a suit of armor. I don't out know of when this takes place. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so he built a proton pack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he crossed the streams, and he just he blew up. Uh, so he, he stayed up all night figuring out what to do. Uh, and the next day, he went out into the woods. When he got to the spot where he had seen Wildcat, he felt a cold wind. And without looking up, he said, Wildcat, I know you're there, and I want you to know that I'm not afraid of you. I've never done you any harm, and I don't know anyone who has. I've got a right to be here in these woods. Debatable. His dad turned a stank eye to him being hung, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so he kind of does know some. I mean, his dad's complicit. A little bit. A little yeah. bit, yeah. And also, like, mm, it's not your land, Whitey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I don't know anyone who hurts you. I just live on your land and take advantage of all the resources. I sleep on your bones. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> so he's like, he's really uh, manifest destinying himself uh, to this native man. Uh, I'm going to walk down this path. And I've got a right to do so. So do what you will. And he looked up to see old Wildcat fading away. But this time, he said that he could almost see a smile on that old Indian's face. What? <laughs> that feels like something that Dad added in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I'll, I'll make this a, a happy story. I fought a ghost once. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so he stood up to him, and then the ghost smiled. He didn't, But he didn't offer any kind of like uh, retribution or any like... Uh, it's a real like uh, Willy Wonka. You passed the test, Charlie. Like, yeah, I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm yeah, disappointed with the end. Um, I don't know. I don't think it. I don't think it works that way. I don't think. I I, I don't either. But sure enough, my dad walked down that path hundreds of times after that, both night and day, and never saw that old Indian again. But a few years after that, he was sitting out in the woods under the same old oak tree. And he saw what appeared to be two bumps, just about where those arrows had hit. And he used his pocket knife to pull the bark away, and out fell two arrowheads. He kept those arrowheads, and no one could ever tell him that there was no such thing as ghosts. But he was never afraid of them again. Well, that's good. And he's got arrowheads to stab the ghosts with if he ever comes across them again. Yeah, that's like a silver bullet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. An ectoplasm arrowhead my phantom blade <laughs> phantom blades <laughs> <laughs> end of story yeah yeah that sounds like florida that seems I told that i'm not okay we 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 do a custom rating system here where it's a one to five based on something in the story i'm gonna give that three out of five dads with dementia Three out of five dads of dementia. I'm gonna give that one. I'm gonna give that one puff out of five puffs of smoke up his son's ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I don't know that it. It feels like something that you would hear from an old. Yeah, that seems like the kind of it, thing that they would have liked when they were watching Buck Rogers or whatever. I love that. I love that he was murdered, but a half-hearted apology. You know, I mean, that, I think that's what white people are hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that story brings really just we're just like hopefully 
if there's a, like he the kid might as well had a podium, like <laughs> a oh, podium and like three microphones in front of him. Oh, Just, please let it be this easy. It's <laughs> <laughs> never yeah. It's never that easy. I mean, the dude's life is gone. Like yeah, that's uh, and he would have been he would have been about his dad's age, right? Like his dad was a boy when he saw the boy get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so if that's his his name is Wildcat. If that's the name that was given to him by his family, or if that's what the white people knew him as, he he could have been like, were they that scared of a a little boy? <laughs> like, oh no, wildcats are coming. Yeah, it's Just, weird. So like, okay, he said that. So his dad saw the ghost when he was a kid in 1917, mm. and the grandfather. I didn't know it was that early. Yeah. Yeah, and so like, and the grandfather saw the ghost or saw the guy get hung when he was a kid. So call that maybe like what forty years earlier. So like, 18... oh, so, so still like during that. Uh, hmm. Yeah, like eighteen eighties, eighteen nineties. I, I, I guess that seems. Were there? Uh, yeah, there were people in Florida, but it seems like they'd be few and far between. The Spanish owned it, I think. Yeah, yeah. So there was some Spanish. Um, there's like Spanish speakers and there was um, natives there. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, like the 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 Spanish had been there since we covered. Uh, we did this on uh, Nathan Hart's podcast where we were talking about Saint Augustine. Yeah, Saint Augustine is one of the oldest towns yeah. in it's in like, America. Yeah, it's, it's like really weird since the 1600s, I think. Mm-hmm. So and Ponce de Leon was down in Florida yeah. for the uh, Fountain of Youth. We won't get any older and we won't ever die. This apparently there, which is hilarious to me because. There's not the youth. Youth gets tainted and corrupted and and just sucked dry in Florida. I mean, it's, if it's just, not the sun, it's drugs. Just, and it's oh god, everyone I went to high school with that that didn't isn't like doesn't have money. <laughs> like Florida. any people without money from my high school just looks like a husk. Now. <laughs> just like I have a few friends that like they've got some money and they take care of themselves, but so many people just look like husks. It seems like living in Florida, it's a real, uh, really puts some city miles on you, you know? <laughs> like, um, uh, but yeah, so w- weird, questionable. It sounds like some, some old man bullshit. Yeah. I'm I would, gonna... I would say it's, uh, yeah, old man bullshit for sure. Which, yeah. I mean, but the, the, that's like 80% of what you come across in Florida is <laughs> old man bullshit. So, I mean, very, very fitting uh, for, <laughs> I would give it uh, <laughs> three sides facing water out of a peninsula. <laughs> I guess like this is the best way to put. <laughs> Not quite an island, but <laughs> that's uh, that's another one of my favorite Simpsons bits is when Lisa imagines like if she like cheats on a test or something like what will happen to her when she grows up and it's a judge being like we sentence you to life on monster island (laughs) and then she like gasps and the judge is like don't worry it's just a name and then it cuts to her and a group of other people running away from monsters Uh and she's like i thought it was just a name and somebody she's running with is like well monster island is technically a peninsula (laughs) 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 yeah yeah monster island is florida then if it's a peninsula that's great I, one of my favorite uh, gifs is or gifs or I don't know it's however you want to say it, gifs. Sure, um, I go gifs. Is uh, just someone sawing Florida off at the base and it's just like like sending it adrift like a ice <laughs> shelf. Away you go, buddy. <laughs> Good luck. Just send it out. Yeah, send it out to the to the ocean. That's one of those ones where it seems like normally proximity 
to water makes people more sane. Mm-hmm. I don't see that in Florida. You know, there are some, like, I talk a lot of shit about Florida. There there are some kind of cool, there's, I kind of like the beach people. There's a cool vibe with the beach people, the, the, okay. the parrot heads. That, okay, <laughs> you know? so then the, that makes, it makes sense then that, like. It's the landlocked people that are scary in the swamp. Yeah. The swamp people up up in the panhandle and um, alligator alley. Oh, uh, God. I grew I grew up pretty landlocked, but I mean we we were about an hour from the beach and about an hour from like Disney World and like Orlando Kissimmee area. So yeah, I mean we could get to civilization, but it was <laughs> you weren't we, completely like we grew up on a uh, I grew up on a dirt road and like we had like an acre of land. It was it was spooky. It was a spooky just yeah. kind of farm farmish areas <laughs> like. I don't, there's cows across the street. Something about being in the middle of nowhere as a kid. Like it's I don't, like my grandparents lived out like by um Battleground, Washington. Mm. They were technically in uh Brush Prairie. Uh but and back then it wasn't quite as built up, so it was you'd you'd go out there and it'd just be like dark and then occasionally like a car would I there, I know people that really want that. It's like introverts really want to they want to live somewhere like that, but I don't want to live an hour away from a hospital and two hours away from a grocery store. And just like, that just seems like, I don't want to pack up my F two fifty with three grand worth of groceries for the month. Like I don't, I never understood that lifestyle. Like I, I, I mean, I could vacation somewhere like that, but you want, yeah, it's s- like seclusion scary. Like isolation is kind of scary. And it's, I, I used to agree like a hundred percent, but in the last couple years like weirdly since like november of 2016 for some reason i wonder what would have happened who knows yep (laughs) i've definitely like really gotten into like camping and just being in the woods and just being away from people and i'm like more and more i'm like yeah i could i could could probably do this for a while not all the time like i want to come back i think i think it's i think it's definitely healthy i just i don't know it it scares me yeah there's terror like as a as an only child as well mm-hmm. and being in that situation like there's there've been a few times where I was left alone like very young and that was that was terrifying like and just during the day and stuff but like still like sure there's a there was a sense that's something that I would say like I've got an overactive imagination and I like when it comes to like ghosts and stuff I, I I've never actually seen them but I feel like my brain like if I stared at a hallway long enough I could imagine something coming you know yeah. what I'm saying like I get that kind of feeling and I remember like running out of my house and trying to find people <laughs> that I could help, talk help. to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like I just want to. I just got to get out of here and find some kids to play yeah. with or something because this is like being alone in that area. Just weird. It's it's like especially like there's something whenever we start to get close to Halloween. Now I look back fondly on the terror that I it was like I was capable of feeling such terror as a kid, mm-hmm. and now it just I don't know like we. Like we were camping recently and there were some cougars. Like we were like in our tent and we heard cougars and like that was scary, but it wasn't like, you know, alone in the house as a ten year old. Yeah. And just like there's so many more question marks about the world that like everything's kinda of filled in for the yeah. most part. You you've got your like realm of like possible scary and then the impossible scary starts starts to shrink. Yes. As a kid. Like the, the I used to think that I used to think that if I 
like after I saw Jaws that a great white shark would somehow end up in a pool and eat me. <laughs> like I just like like a big pool. You're in the pool looking pool. for the shark door. Yeah, yeah I know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> My parents had to tell me like there's no way the chlorine would kill it and it would <laughs> it wouldn't be able to live in there obviously and no one's gonna put a shark in the pool. This is YMCA, Kyle. Why, <laughs> why would they do that to you? <laughs> the, the pool thing that fucked me up. Uh, did you ever watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? That is the best episode of this show. It's amazing. It's insane. When it's... he's coming out of the like tarp. Yeah. And the he looked a lot like the um the dad in uh Creep Show. Yes. He yeah. looked it was very oh. similar to Here's my cake. Uh-huh. That guy. Like just the the flesh coming off of the bones. They're redoing Are You Afraid of the Dark, by the yeah, way. There's and, a reboot coming. Um, and Creep Show too. Creepshow as well? Yeah. Uh, oh, Creepshow's so on, it's on Shudder, and I think like Rob Schraub is directing. Looks good. I'm excited yeah. for that. I love Creepshow. I, I will say that this is a little personal. Um, the cockroach scene in, in Creepshow, I can't watch it because I lived it in Florida. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I absolutely, no. I lived the cockroach scene, or the cockroach uh, segment, I mean. Yeah. And oh. I literally, and I, I remember watching it in my last apartment in Tampa, and we had a roach-infested apartment, and I had to skip through it. I was like, I already... Because nope, nope. uh, we literally... We would have to keep cereal in the fridge to keep cockroaches yeah. from getting into it. And it was disgusting. We got we had the German, and we had the big, fat, like, hissing cockroach. It was, <laughs> it's, that's, the other, that's one of the main reasons I got out of Florida is no matter how clean you kept your apartment, your house, There's you, you can't come out. That, that climate, like, you can't... It's so... Especially like if it's an old building, you do not want to be in an old building in Florida. Like, it's crazy to me that like in in that kind of climate that it's not just cinder block, like just fucking like <laughs> yeah. stone walls seal everything off. Nothing should be able to get into a wall. My fear, staying in an unfamiliar house, is less ghosts and more a uh, the packed situation. Where there's an emaciated old man living under the floor. Oh, yeah. And he pops out at night. I don't want anyone living in the walls. Wall, Grandpa. Have you met Chimney Cousin? <laughs> well, we had a... At our, at our high school, we were right by a swamp. Mm-hmm. And they would get like... We'd get like... Uh, Galapagos type <laughs> like mutated freaking freaking bugs like I saw a grasshopper that was like it was like 10 times the size of like a regular grasshopper and then we had like a there was a moth that like covered almost a whole fucking side of a door like it was <laughs> some fucking kid show up starts singing to it yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> like don't worry I know how to calm it down yeah there's a uh, so dusty. That was the thing, though. Like, I, like ghosts were scary. Like, there, there, there was very creepy vibe about ghosts and stuff. But like, we had a, we had a little train station that uh, they said something about how someone had been murdered on the tracks, and we would find, we'd find just weird stuff. We'd probably find it was just like a homeless camp or something. We'd be like, oh, ghosts live, yeah, <laughs> live yeah. on the train tracks <laughs> here. Little like, artifacts from the spooks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're and like no. It's and they had it. It was creep. It was a creepy train station where everything was like boarded up still. And I think they they refurbished it like right before I moved, and I was disappointed. But we used to play soccer out there. Yeah, yeah. Like we, that was where we had our soccer practice. It was next to the train station. Uh, okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna run to the bathroom real quick, and then uh, and then it's my turn. <laughs> what am I gonna choose? I think you know, since we were talking about St. Augustine, I might do, might do the quarry pits. 
The which, quarry pits? Yeah. Ooh. Which uh, I I skim these so that I can be delighted and surprised by them too. Yeah. Um, but I believe this one... So apparently in St. Augustine, there's a lot of... Um, they, they do a lot of like quarrying of uh, coquina, that like uh, seashell cement stuff. Oh. Uh, and so I think... Yeah, cause, because Florida's below sea level. So if you... Yeah, you got a lot of sinkholes. And then like if you dig up even just a little bit in, in like landlocked areas, there's seashells in, yeah. the, in the sediment. It's insane. It's, it's, it's the newest of land. Yeah, yeah. It's going right back in the water though. It's... <laughs> It's got it, Florida's got about a thirty to forty year uh, dry. That's <laughs> like I mean it's, it's that seems be dry for that much longer. I think maybe that maybe seems less. like enough. Yeah. Like yeah, <laughs> there's, look, there's a lot of this. You'll never wash that. that state clean though. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's do uh, let's do the quarry pits. Uh, all right. <coughs> spooky spooky voice. Spooky spooky goes. <laughs> That's the uh, one. <laughs> spooky. <laughs> For hundreds of years, Coquina Rock has been quarried from the pits on Anastasia Island behind what is now the St. Augustine Alligator Farm. Coquina is formed in nature by the compacting of shells into stone. The rock has been mined for building many things from bridge foundations to homes, and most notably, the two forts, San Marcos and Matanz... <laughs> Matanzas, <laughs> Matanzas. Okay, I'll I, buy it. Yeah, yeah. I lived there for 23 years. I never, <laughs> I never knew what that was. Located in Saint Augustine, very nice tourist destination. This was a very useful rock for building forts in the old days because when ships or shore cannons fired a ball at the forts, the wall would more or less absorb the shot, so it would not destroy the whole wall. So, like rock. Yeah, rock. Yeah, it's yeah, very. That's <laughs> Very thick. There was a really cool beach that we used to go to. Uh, it's called Fort DeSoto, and they mm-hmm. had, it was kind of similar. That was kind of a spooky spot too, Ooh. actually. But it was like isolated. I got a blowjob on the beach one time. It was nice. Like, yeah, it was very <laughs> isolated. Very isolated spot. <laughs> it um, terrifying. Yeah, terrifying. <laughs> it was the spookiest blowjob. <laughs> 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 so we're getting back into the physical again. The ghosts in the oh, physical realm. Loops around. Yeah, you had a real yeah. Dan Aykroyd and Ghostbusters oh, yeah! situation. <laughs> that. I see. I hadn't seen the unedited Ghostbusters until I was an adult, so oh. I didn't even know that scene was in the movie as a kid. Like when I then I saw it, and I was like, I don't remember this part. I thought that it's like this is almost like fan fiction <laughs> in the movie. Like I guess Dan Aykroyd's original script for the movie was like four hundred pages long or something, and there was a whole like chunk of it where they went to England and were getting ghosts out of this manor house and that's the only thing that remained is, oh this is the blowjob is blow yeah. job hey dream. man <laughs> you gotta get blown by a ghost <laughs> that's see that's what we need to do for incels we need <laughs> just give, give them like let the ghosts go at them <laughs> yeah just give them a just good find, we'll just find a racist shitty ghost and they can they can agree with a lot and then they can really hit it off like just <laughs> <laughs> i agree with some of your retrograde views <laughs> <laughs> I love your cartoon profile pictures. <laughs> you don't need to leave your house to get laid. You're special. Um, okay, where were we at? Uh, <laughs> the wall would more or less absorb the shot, so it would not destroy the whole wall. So, so pretty awesome walls. Some of the walls of the forts were as much as 15 feet 
thick. Jesus. This made it nearly impossible to knock a hole in the walls. No one knows how many tons of rock had been mined here. Originally, slaves and Indians under the Spanish rule mined it, and later it was mined by construction companies. The last company to mine this rock at the turn of the 20th century was the North Florida Rock and Mining Company of St. Augustine. Yeah, I mean, straight to the point with your name there. <laughs> North Florida Rock and Mining Company. We do one thing. Here. <laughs> we do one thing in one place. <laughs> <laughs> Look, does what it says on the tin. It's right there. <laughs> Get what you pay for. This story is about its last problem. As the story goes, the company was doing very well in the 1890s when Henry Flagler, yeah, silly name, started <laughs> Flagler. Henry Flagler. Henry Flagler started his construction in St. Augustine. He had many of his hotels and other buildings constructed of this rock since it would hold up under most weather conditions. The rock mining had grown well into the island when the miners came upon an old Indian burial ground. What is with the Indians, Florida? You, <laughs> they really... You guys got a bone to pick. They went at them hard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> rock mining had grown well into the island when the miners had come upon an old Indian burial ground. The local Indians tried to tell them not to go any further into this area or they would have trouble from the spirits. The mining company, though, was like many companies today in that they were only interested in money. So on they went, mining the rock. Well, that this sounds ridiculous. I can't. I don't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> A corporation interested in profit? Well, oof. Yeah, they're not. They're not intimidated by spirits. The almighty. They, they got an overhead, man. They, they, those spirits. Those spirits. <laughs> Are not configured into that overhead. They got overhead and haven't seen poltergeist. Go on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They hadn't been mining many weeks when things started to happen. Small things at first. Their equipment started to break down for no apparent reason. But this didn't stop them from mining. People started having small job accidents. At first a hurt foot or a hand. Then a broken arm or a leg. Then one day, it happened. The workers were loading some large stones into a flatbed truck when the rear end of the truck fell into a hole. The rock slid off the truck, killing two of the workmen. The hole had not been there the day before. Coquina rock does not dissolve like limestone, so it couldn't have been a sinkhole that developed. Ooh. So. All right. Yeah. Got some got some ghostly shoveling. Ghost rock. Uh, ghost holes. <laughs> Put it in my ghost hole. <laughs> Put it in the ghost hole. <laughs> yeah. Nearly every day after that, someone got badly hurt. The workmen were becoming very uneasy and restless working there. Is this, what, this sounds like when they built Disney World as well. This sounds like very similar yeah, to like Disney World. But that one was on a swamp, so like there were sinkholes there. <laughs> but this is is this St. Augustine or is this Kissimmee? The mining company hired a night watchman to stay there at night to prevent anyone from sabotaging the site. Uh, the first night the watchman was at the site, he was given a pistol and a 30 by 30 carbine. Oh, that's nice. That's, that's that little. He's got some. He's got some firepower there. When the crew came to work the next day, they found the night watchman on the ground outside the shack, dead. <laughs> his hair had turned completely gray, and on his face he had a look of absolute horror. <laughs> Damn. He found the Holy Grail from Indiana <laughs> Jones. 
<laughs> All that was left was a swastika pin. Was a swastika. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, On the Ark of the Covenant. So I guess it sounds like he needed more guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More, yeah, I mean, you, he needed ghost guns. That was the problem. I he mean, needed some arrowheads. Yeah, yeah, the ghost arrowheads. Yeah, bringing it back. Yeah, <laughs> Phantom Steel. He needed, yeah, he, he was not equipped. <laughs> well, you can't, like, you can't shoot physical objects at a... Through ectoplasm, is that no, you, do need, you need uh, you need a proton pack again. Yeah. We get back to Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters, man, they they had their shit together. Um, he was examined by the doctor. Oh no, 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 sorry. There's something about his ammunition. His hair had turned completely gray on his face. Absolute terror. Yep. Uh, both his rifle and pistol were completely empty. Again, because he fired all of his bullets <laughs> at a. At a spirit. Um, <laughs> it makes sense. He was examined by the doctor who had found that he had been so frightened he had a heart attack and died. Well, that's, I mean, that could be a ghost too. The men at the site refused to work until something was done. The owners, <laughs> what, <are you laughs> what is going to be done? Like, this is going to keep happening to you. Just find it's a like, new job. Should we call a priest? What do we, yeah. do you want more money? Yeah, they probably uh, give them money. It's hazard pay. Yeah, it's ha- you get hazard pay for do you, ghosts. Do you want the night watchman's rifle? Would that make <laughs> you feel better? <laughs> we have some extra guns. <laughs> the owners promised to place a crew of men out there to get to the bottom of this problem. So more more people to die. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just throw more throw more living men at these angry ghosts. That night, five men were placed at the site. All were heavily armed. Yeah, that's more ammunition. That was the issue. Uh, the next morning, all five men were found inside the workman's shack, trembling with fear, crying, and totally frightened. Two were hysterical. Uh, it was almost a week later that they had recovered enough to tell what had happened. Two of the men never got over the ordeal and ended up in a mental institution. Ooh, so the two, that, so the two that were hysterical, probably. Then. I would assume, or unless the, those two got better, and then <laughs> like, they influenced the other ones. To, they're like, you know, you, this was really traumatic for you. This is, <laughs> you don't seem scared enough. <laughs> James Walters finally got to the point where he could talk about it. His story follows: We were doing fine before the sun went down. We had eaten our supper and were drinking coffee. Two of them, yeah. Co- you need your coffee if you're dealing with ghouls. Everybody knows that you got to be caffeinated. Stay caffeinated. Just get yeah. it, get it in there. You know. Two of the men, Robert Adams and Hubert Wright, went out to make their rounds first. They weren't gone long when the rest of us heard yapping noises like a pack of dogs that did something. Treed? Oh, treed like up in a tree. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's such a that's a really weird verb. Yeah. <laughs> I got you treed. Um, to tree someone. <laughs> Bill Fenton went to the window and said, my God, look, Sonny Ship and I ran to the, so much alliteration with that name, Sonny Ship, and I ran to the window and looked (laughs) out. Some Indians had Robert and Hubert tied to a stake, torturing them. They were slicing at them with their knives. We could hear them scream and see the blood flow from their wounds. (laughs) Ooh, physical ghosts. All right, this took a turn. Then they stopped screaming, and the Indians started towards us in the shack. We fired over and over again, but they kept coming. It seemed nothing could stop them. When we ran out of ammunition, we just huddled in the corner to wait for the death that we knew was coming. I've never been so afraid in my life. Had we not used up all of our ammunition, we would have killed ourselves. (laughs) That's... 
a rough night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not a. It's not the happiest place in the world. <laughs> so there were okay. There were five dudes. Two of them are outside being tortured, mm-hmm. and the other three are indoors. Those are. I'm betting those were the hysterical ones. The ones that were tortured. Yeah. I, you know, I I would think so. Probably. Yeah. Like, yeah you've been <laughs> ripped up by by ghost blades. They're just yeah. like, no, I'm fine. This is look. It's a job. And what was the the people who saw it happen? They were able to process it a lot, a lot better because they were closer to it. The hugging helped. Yeah. The hugging. The next thing James remembered was the owner at the door. The owner checked the weapons and indeed all of all had been fired until the ammunition was gone. Robert Adams and Hubert Wright never recovered from the ordeal. Bill Fenton. Yeah, those are the ones that were being yeah. ghost attacked. Uh, Bill Fenton and Sonny Ship were never quite right and would not say a word about it. You know, old fashioned men. Yep. You know, you just bottle it up and push stuff it, it down. down and wait for it to come out. It's going to come out <laughs> probably in a weird way. <laughs> Sunny ship shot up a school later. And, uh, well. <laughs> and Bill Fenton beat his family to death <laughs> over an overcooked steak. One of his kids brought home like a toy drum or something. He's like, no, no. <laughs> Beat his son over the head. <laughs> so much, so many Indian stories. Uh, it's been a weird, yeah, an unexpected <laughs> theme for the night. Um, you tell us how. Uh, sorry, I lost my place. Uh, no one could tell us how Robert and Hubert got back to the shack, nor were they ever able to tell their story. The place was searched completely, but no Indians were found, other than those in the burial mounds. So they dug up more Indians. <laughs> Why did they no? Or they're yeah. like, no, there's none of them here. Let's piss them off more. Let's uh, let's go pee on their graves. <laughs> let's see if that helps. Yeah, <laughs> you should dig them up and bury them upside down. That's <laughs> let's build some houses here, but uh, not move the bodies. Son of a bitch, you moved the cemetery, but you left the bodies, didn't you? Yeah, and both of these stories just, I, I mean, I don't feel bad for the victims. I no. just, I, you know, they deserve it. It's, it. You get past the first, like, five lines, and you're like, well, you deserve what's coming to you uh-huh. at this point. Let's see. The burial mounds. Okay. The talk was that the ghosts of the Indians had stopped the construction and caused all, caused all the problems. If this is true, they accomplished what they set out to do. And that was to close the rock quarry. No more has been mined there since that time. James Walters did recover, but was never really the man he had been before the frightful night in the quarry pits. You can still see where the rock was cut out of the old quarry site. Many homes have been built in the area around the alligator farm, and much of the quarry site is now a lake. I can't <laughs> drown drown the ghosts. <laughs> Just drown. <laughs> And lakes in Florida are gross. Like if it's not moving water, you you, you could die going in there. Like the the parasites that are in there are way scarier than ghosts. Just immediate sepsis. You're like, oh, oh yeah. god. They got those. I don't know. I don't know how many cases there are, but they've got those like little bacteria that can swim up your pee hole. And yeah, it's those not, are fun. It's not what I want. Those are fun. That's... Little amoebas that'll eat your brain. Yeah, they got yeah the flesh eating little. I feel like every yeah. couple months it's like, dude, like looked at a lake wrong in Florida. And he's <laughs> dead now. I had friends that were drunk one time and they dove in a retention pond, and I was no. like, you guys are fucking gross. I was like, you don't come near me. You guys are sick now. You guys are infected. <laughs> <laughs> Not even with like a full body condom yeah. like that. Yeah, the retention pond has everything, every human fluid you can think of. Ugh. Yeah. 
Uh, anyways, uh, it's now it's now a gross lake. <laughs> it's a very gross lake, the quarry. It's now a, a, a haunted biohazard. <laughs> yeah, it's a haunted petri dish. <laughs> I can't help wondering though why nothing has ever been built on the side of the quarry since it could have been filled in and built on. So, okay, so after all that, he can't help wondering why no one is... Because people were almost murdered by ghosts. Sounds like somebody is a real capitalist at heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's like, you know what? But money. But just, uh, just uh, yeah, put, put a school on there. You only move the headstones! Yeah, is that is that that's it? That's it. Oh, that's it. All right. Well, that's that's kind of terrifying. Yeah, it's a little freaky. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to build there either. But I, I think the first time someone got seriously injured, I'd be out though. I don't I I don't know because it said it said they had trucks, so it definitely wasn't like super hard times like yeah. old old time i don't know i mean it could have been a recession you know <laughs> like <laughs> it'd be weird if this is like the 60s and like <gasps> we saw the engines like, i don't think you did buddy <laughs> uh, yeah i guess it it probably changes the the tune a little bit based on when it was in history but yeah i would assume probably after if not after the mystery hole appeared and a bunch of people got crushed by limestone slabs Mm -hmm. if not then then as soon as the night watchman's hair turns gray yeah yeah i mean i think that's when they started to be like "Mm -mm." but (laughs) i think we're done for now no do you think and then they thought more bullets yeah get get look it killed one dude what about five (laughs) five Five dudes more bullets whatever Cigar chomping industrialist was probably like, Well, look, I could kill one man. I don't think I could kill five men. Put in five men. That'll do it. This is J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> and get me the Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, it would be like one of the one of the frustrating things about stories like this is when there's like a kernel of something that's really truly terrifying, like. You're you're getting you get brought on as a night watchman. You're like, all right, who knows? People are stealing the limestone. They need five guys, whatever. And then you look outside, and you just see like ghosts scalping your friends or whatever. And you're like, the horror of that, just lo- looking out the window and seeing it off in the distance, that's truly terrifying. Yeah, that part that part's pretty scary. The the hair turning gray is is pretty any any type of body horror. Yeah. is not <laughs> and uh and the, the 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 real creepy thing about that is it'd be real fucked up if you were like I remember being tortured and I remember them cutting me open with blades and now I'm just fine. Like that seems like it would be really disturbing too. Yeah. Like no wonder they weren't right afterwards. Yeah, that would the trauma, but without the the scars. Is, yeah, is kind of ghost scars. Like it's just <laughs> uh, they're, all, they're all healed up. That's. I mean, if if you're gonna get stabbed, trauma wise, it's bad. But yes. you save a lot of money in your health care. There, you just 
I'll take I'll take trauma over actually being cut open. I guess. Yeah, it's like I might have to go see Doctor Spooky later to get these, you know, <laughs> ghost blades out of me or whatever. But I, I'm probably fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give that one three out of five Night Watchmen. <laughs> <laughs> three out of five. Night- <laughs> I I yeah, I'd have to. Uh... You know what? No, I'm gonna give it three okay Night Watchmen and one absolutely wrecked night watchmen i'm gonna give it four out of five night watchmen i'm gonna give it four days out of five where there's a workplace accident (laughs) i'm gonna give it that's what i'm gonna say just just that chalkboard there god they didn't even have a board i don't think they're like you know what this is a dangerous workplace. We just we've accepted that fact now. Why is there a why is zero days written in blood over there? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Okay, that's that's definitely spooky. Um, nothing good happens in quarries. I you know th- isn't that where where Homer found a dead body? Is in the quarry like that? Wasn't did you see that episode where he Homer couldn't stop screaming and then he he. <laughs> He just he realized that no, because he like he he remembered something from his past, couldn't stop screaming, and he found he like found a dead body as a kid in the quarry. Yeah, the uh, the the Stand by Me episode. Yeah, um, that's a really good one. He keeps screaming, but he's just going about his day. yeah yeah yeah. yeah. He's in the car and he's like eating a hot dog. He's like, ah! 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, well, okay, those 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 were ghosts. <laughs> Uh, then I think, uh, probably just to wrap up, we, we kind of talked a little bit about, about some of your, your spooky history. Mm-hmm. Um, any other, uh, ghostly memories or, or spooky happenings? Well, I, uh, I dated a girl in high school who claimed that she not only saw a ghost, but had full on conversations with a ghost girl who would appear in her car. And Only none of my friends wanted me to fuck this lady. <laughs> this is the best way to put it. Uh, good friends. Yes, good friends. Um, only in the car? Yeah, she said it was in the car. She did have a spooky old car. It was like a um, it was a very white trash. An old hot rod named Christine. Yeah, it rebuilt itself every <laughs> night, even though we crashed it. Um, it was a great movie, by the way. Yeah. Another short story. Yeah. Another yep. short story. Not a full-length uh, novel, I don't believe. We Just give Stephen King like a like five pieces of paper and a golf pencil. Yeah, that's, that's all, all we need. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a, she was an interesting person. She, uh, but she really believed that she saw this girl manifest and she talked to her and I just, I don't know. I never really, I've never really seen a ghost. I've wanted to, I really, yeah. it would be really cool. Like I would be really, really stoked about it if it happened. I, I just I think it's weird. Like I, I can't watch those um, those ghost hunting shows. My name is Zach Bagans because it's always just a bunch of people being like. And, and you think that if they had, you know, you probably had people touch on this before, but you think that if they were ghost experts, they wouldn't be so skittish in these rooms that are <laughs> that they've got night vision goggles for. Like everyone's, they freak out so hard every time. Mm-hmm. Like. Oh, a moth, like, because like a ghost expert in a movie is like, it's like, okay, this is this is what's happening, like, like, <laughs> you know, like the like the yes. Zelda, what whatever her name is, uh, uh, Rubenstein, Rubenstein, yeah. Zelda um, Rubenstein, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you want like the Ed and Lorraine Warren thing where they're like, like unless like you're confronting the demon nun or whatever, you're like, well, yeah, 
That nun is scary, man. Yeah, that like, was. I didn't see the movie, but I just the trailers were freaky. Same here. I'm like, I after I saw that, I'm like, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. That seems that okay. Spooky. I'll take it as red. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's you would think after a couple of spooky experiences like that's i feel like it's a trope in movies where it's like i've seen them since i was a child and uh and they it's like well then wouldn't you be used to it by now like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they're, they're your, your buds now like constantine it's weird that constantine tried to kill himself because like you'd think you'd be all right well yeah at a certain point you get used to your surroundings you just fist bumping ghosts on the bus on the way way to work just <laughs> at a certain point wouldn't you just be like what and the ghosts would get used to you. They'd be like lighting his cigarettes. You know? yeah, <laughs> like, like, this should be. like Misha Barton in The Sixth Sense. Yeah. Like after she's like, hi. You're okay. I'm still throwing up. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. That, 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 those ghost adventure shows, it just seems like hokum. They're, yeah. And like, even if ghosts are incredibly real, those are the worst people to send in after them. Like, they just, like, they, <laughs> be much better suited on some other type of reality show. <laughs> like, like a bunch of it's a bunch of assholes in in polo shirts yelling at the dead. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, good. That's that's great. Yeah, that's um, what we need. We need the worst humans ever to talk to the dead. Be the ambassadors of the living for these people. Just <laughs> they're like, oh no, is this what people are like now? <laughs> no, no wonder I have never seen a ghost like yeah they they hate us we're the worst they only only show up for douches my name is zach bagans i wonder so like my my mom has a theory which is she's real into ghosts and my brother and my dad are not and her theory is that like the ghosts don't really bug her that much because they're like yeah she's on board but for the people who do not believe are usually the ones who are who are getting plagued a little bit more because mm-hmm. um, all of the spooky stuff in the house has happened around my dad and my brother or not all, but most. And so I'm like, maybe that's it. Maybe I'm just it's like when a cat knows that you're really trying too hard. and They're like, no, not not into it. Like the ghosts just know that I really want there to be a ghost. And so they're like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, you they, want it too much. It's almost like they would have to. Um, I don't know. Like they'd have to. They'd have to get that fear out of you. It seems like if I was a ghost, <laughs> like I would, I would, uh, I would definitely be fucking with people who were more susceptible to it. Like, but if yeah. someone was like, "Come on, man, show me," like, like you just don't want to. It feels like a like a like a cheap trick or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah you would like. I I feel like I would go after the people who are scared. Oh yeah, because like that's off of some kind of energy. Yeah. Dudes in a polo shirt. I'm not gonna fuck <laughs> with them. Uh, Who was that? You you bumped oh. into a broom, Chad. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that that pebble that you tied to a piece of fishing line uh, went flying across the room. Weird. I don't well, know. That was like that movie Paranormal Activity really upset me. I thought it was the because it was it was so popular and it, it spun off like eight sequels to it. I watched the original, stoned out of my mind alone in my apartment and complete darkness no lights on at all and at the end of it i go baby powder footprints that's the scariest part of that movie is baby powder footprints there was like yeah i did not get it i did not get the the that interest of that movie i'm i'm there with you like that one i saw it i'm like that was interesting like there was i'm like oh yeah there's there's potential there like uh that was it in that one or the second one where 
I feel like there's like a babysitter. I th- it might have been the second one. I, I remember. Well, because of the director's cut in the first one, she like slits her throat in front of the camera or something. Yeah. That yeah. was a little spooky. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I feel like there was there was a moment in the second one where like there's like a babysitter and like she's like downstairs because she heard a noise and then she turns around. And there's like one of the kids is there wearing a sheet. I was like, go to bed. Come on. This is ridiculous. And then she pulls the sheet off and there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Like uh, something being there. It was the same in maybe it was The Conjuring where Lily Taylor's like hanging up laundry and one of the sheets blows away. And just for like a split second, it stops and it just wraps around a form. Yeah. And then it just keeps going. And you're like, that. You see, I've I've experienced like things like that Mm -hmm. where something that would never happen affected something else. And you're like, it was almost like there was something else there. Like, yeah, you know, you, you throw a you throw a pencil up and it sticks in the ceiling or something and it comes mm-hmm. back down and bounces or something like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, something, Oh, like something takes a weird trajectory. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that kind of stuff. But I don't even know. Spooky. Yeah. Who knows? That's, I, I love, I love those question marks where mm-hmm. you're like, we just, we just don't know. Um, uh, well, speaking of things that I just don't know, uh, where can people find you? <laughs> <laughs> where can where can people find me online? Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, it's, uh, I'm really good at segues. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, it's on uh, Kyle Adams Comedy on uh, Instagram and uh, YouTube. I, I took down my Facebook page because I made it when I was a, a first year comic, and <laughs> we don't want and nobody needs to see that yeah, yeah. kind of uh, content. But yeah, on on Facebook as well, Kyle Adams, and um, on YouTube, Kyle Adams Comedy. And Twitter, as uh, my handle is Kryle Saddams, <laughs> is the handle, and it's uh, at Batman Casual at, at, uh, at Twitter. Well, I got that from um, Doug Benson. I was in the front row at a Doug Benson show, and I was wearing shorts and a Batman hoodie, and he called me Casual Batman. So that kind of stuck with me. <laughs> it's it's Batman like running down to the corner store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like Batman just needs some cigs. <laughs> I'm out of toilet paper. <laughs> and apparently Alfred's well, he's suffering from McGregor syndrome. Or oh whatever. yeah, McGregor's oh god. The one the one serious plot thread in Batman and Robin that was actually holds up pretty well. Like yeah, the yeah. whole like the whole Alfred that dude is a class act. He stayed on for all four movies, even though none like, of them were perfect. Famed British character actor, and he's like, Ah, oh, they have nipples now. Michael right. was it Michael Go or Michael yes. Go? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Commissioner Gordon stayed on the whole time too. The, the guy who played, but that guy, <laughs> he was such a buffoon. Like comparatively, like him, Gary Oldman and him, like it's night and day. It's like re- compared to the Commissioner Gordon in the animated series, he's a fucking goober. Oh, like, I love the animated series yeah, Gordon. That yeah. was he was a badass. They did they did good work. That's I I will say for the for the Batman weird thing to close on, uh, for the Batman and Robin thing, like you could. You could see them trying to wring a little bit of gravitas out of the Mr. Freeze story. Mm-hmm. Like, what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! They failed miserably, but I feel like there's a little bit of like transitive energy there where I'm like, oh yeah, this, it gets me a little bit because I saw like Heart of Ice as a kid. Always winterize your pants. That was the cool thing about the animated series is it had a lasting effect on the Batman mythos. Yeah. Because before Batman animated series, Mr. Freeze was just a goofy dude who froze <laughs> who froze bank guards and stole money, but then they gave him the the dying wife 
angle from Batman animated series. Mm-hmm. They also introduced Harlequin, yep. which is really cool. Um, mm-hmm. But that was still, I still say that's like the best version of Batman. I, the yeah. animated series. It, it really understood the character and, and all of the, the mythos. It was, it was interesting. And they were able to, uh, and to do it without like making it too, like really walking a knife's edge, like not too goofy, not too serious, accessible to everybody, but still mm-hmm. impacting like yeah. good work. Like really hmm, nicely done, guys. Uh, well, and you can find me. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at that Avalon, and you can follow the show at Boohaha Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And you can email us with I don't know spooky stories or um, hate mail, chain mail. What about haunted chain mail? That could bring you could make. Would that make the podcast itself haunted? Yes, you. Can, I, cool. If I read it on air, you can definitely the ring us. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. They've got a new version of that coming out. Did you see that? It's Again? like again. It's not not the ring exactly, okay. but it's like, oh, did you see this viral video? You're gonna die now or something mm. like. Oh, the, it's. I was. I was like, ugh. I don't. I can't do. Those are the haunted movies, like the ghost movies that really drive me crazy. They're like, oh no, I gotta, I gotta Snapchat from my, from the dead lady. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is like, dude. <laughs> they should have called it. I got a Snapchat from a dead lady. <laughs> I, got a, I would watch it if it was called. I got a Snapchat from a dead lady. <laughs> She's got. Well, oh, and then there was the one. Actually, there was the one lady who took a Snapchat picture, and apparently it registered another face. Ugh. So there was like a dog tongue just floating in midair, and they're like, "It's proof of ghosts." Okay, hokum for sure. But if I was sitting there in a dark room just playing around with the filters and then suddenly there was one behind me, like, uh That would be a little freaky. Yeah, that's... That, you know, yeah, there's there's room in the digital age for spooks. Mm-hmm. It's, it's in there. Digital um, spooks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the fire is burning low my dog has eaten 400 treats yes <laughs> um, <laughs> so as always uh Boo! <laughs>